doing, partner? Ex-partner. Let me go, Max. I'm not hurting anybody. I've got to take you back. In the year 2004, time travel is a reality. You are charged with violations of TEC code 40.8 time travel with intent to alter the future. And a crime. It turns out going back in time is a pretty easy way to make money. I think you got yourself a shipment of gold that you're taking to General Lee. Genie is already out of the bottle. The technology is there. Now, one man. You ever hear the name Aaron McComb? Is about to take the ultimate power trip. He's gonna be president. You don't need the press, you don't need endorsements, you don't even need the truth. You need money. But to enforce the laws of time. Are we still together in 10 years? Am I dead? One man is determined to stop it. I cannot go back to save her. This scumbag is not going back to steal money. Stay here, Walker. My future, you're dead. I think you plan too far ahead. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Ron Silver. Will you get up? Mia Sara. Come with us now if you dare. Down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast. It happens every Saturday right here on your radio dial on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, and more. Uh, you can find us on Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show. We invite you to join us there and comment about this week's or next week's movie as it happens. I'm your host, Colin. I'm surrounded by the internet radio superstars. This is Brent. This is Travis. And tonight we watched Brent's choice. What did we watch, Brent? We watched Time Cop. Time Cop. From the year. 1994. Taking place in the year. 1994. Did and it release in 94? 2004. And 2004. And 1926. 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, Yeah. Uh, 1994 and 2004. 2000, yeah. It's a movie about time travel, ladies and gentlemen. That's probably going to dominate a lot of the conversation they, we have tonight. They travel to 1994. Yeah. So, so it's the, a movie. One important thing about the movie is Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yes. As a time cop, which is kind of like. one of his Robocop, more... right? There you go. You got like. Uh, well, I mean, as far as cool title goes. Like oh, the title itself time sells cop, the yeah. movie. Time cop. What's oh, about? Even though cop. you wouldn't think, right? I mean, goes back in pretty time. cheesy time. Pretty cheesy title, right? So I mean, Robocop. Yeah, but Robocop had an image that went along. You know, this had I mean, John Claude Van Damme. Yeah, just the, the uh, counter. Just the just the. I'm sure if you looked at Robocop on this on the on the page, you'd be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, but yeah. Time Cop, and all it has is John Claude Van Damme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he plays a cop. In the year 19, or I guess eventually 2004, who is part of a task force that, in, you know, time travel exists, and he has to travel back in time to prevent uh, certain quote-unquote time ripples that Somehow. are caused by people who are uh, taking advantage of the time stream. He has to make those things right. Right. 
And I'm going to make this movie better as we go along because I was just thinking, like, the only way for them to really have, like, accurate intelligence on time ripples is to have people embedded throughout time, right? you got to well, no. have, like, people like, you know... Oh, uh, what the the situation uh, that the movie opens up with is a guy uh, buying up a bad stock during the uh, the uh, uh, the collapse of the stock market that led right. to the Great Depression or whatever. Right. So that that's when John Claude Van Damme steps through the. Uh, sign portal. The space, yeah. The the, the jelly uh, event horizon. The, the yeah. yeah the, we need to talk about. That. Oh my god. Oh, will, the uh, <laughs> the one little time ripple you see in this whole movie. The little bloop. Is they're very, like if John, if, like, if James Cameron CG. thought he was so cool with his little fireball like thing that melts everything. Here's our little bloop. Well, it looks. It, little, looks, it reminds me a lot it was of the, the, the T one thousand from Terminator Two special effect of yeah. you know oh, the, yeah. the liquid metal metal man. This is like the the whole screen oh. kind of uh, warps until the liquid metal man comes out, and then he turns into Jean Claude Van Damme. Which I think what are you doing by there? today's standards, I do you not can, believe you are supposed to be doing that. That can be a tradition <laughs> on or a tra- that can be a transition in like your iMovie. How would you like to see it? Right, probably. Yeah, that would look better than yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now I forgot what your point was. There's something somewhere we were going to go before we well, got the into idea, the mechanics of time travel. It's the whole idea, and this is Travis's point, I believe. But the idea that they're finding out who's they're trying to find out who's causing these time ripples. Oh, and you need intelligence on the ground. Somehow you need intelligence because they don't have it. They don't explain in the movie how they know. They just have like, there's like, you see a, uh, <clears throat> when the movie jumps to the year 2004, four, 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 that uh, it, uh, <laughs> there's like a little, uh, well, what would you call it? Like a, a meeting of the police with the superior and the guy's like, there's a guy buying up property that's going to become Beverly Hills in 1902, so we got to look into that. And uh, so they have some sort of beat. Well, I, got, on I what's have an going answer on. for this, kind of maybe, because somehow, however the time travel technology works, it there's some kind of sensors available that you're able to detect these ripples and points in time. How they do it, I don't know, but they do have a computer with a map on it. But later in the movie, where the ripples are. Yes. But later in the movie, somehow this technology doesn't pick up on its own ripple. That's what, that's my problem with the movie or a little bit of problem with some, some of the problems with this movie. Well, it does seem like it's the, the idea that cops, like when the time you have technology that can like, like affect the, but like why, if you have, right. techno- is that, is that something like being in the, uh, eye of the storm or something like that? <laughs> like, yeah. like you could detect all oh, other well, how hard except for you not just, where you it program comes the computer, not to like, if I'm doing it, don't like take my signature, only take the, plus they're wearing the gizmos. I'm just saying that it should be able to be like, <laughs> we're existing in a time. As soon as they turned it on, they should have been like, holy fuck, we're in a time ripple <laughs> like, yeah, right now. Yeah. yeah. That's what was so kind of, I don't know if that was confusing or interesting about this move. And not confusing. I was like, it's one of those, like, I don't know if I like this or I don't like this, but when it starts off in uh, the year 1994 and well, it starts off in uh, the civil war. Right. And, uh, right. Some dude, which I thought it looked really yeah, good, right? Gold from yeah. uh, well, Generally Lee. Or yeah, right. yeah, for the Confederates. 
And uh, when, I, when that first opened up, I was like, oh my god, Time Cop, is this movie going to look a lot better than I thought it was? This kind of looks like Unforgiven. This yeah. looks really kind of gritty. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Then know. it goes to generic, like. Then it future. goes to, like, yeah. turn on the lights, yeah. everybody. Well, we it's go the to 90s. 1994 in a mall. <laughs> We're paying to see it all. Yeah. <laughs> it's the mall of 1994, which I was bringing up to the point. They're, like, advertising the new, like, two, or 1994, what was it, Toyota or whatever the hell? Something. Yeah. It's like, don't they always Something. advertise that? That at the end of the previous year, like right. you couldn't even do that, right? Yeah, the new '94 is going to come out in '93, yeah, for sure. So okay, so in '94, there's that like meeting of uh, that one. I don't even know who he's supposed to be. Some some black guy to the Congress or something like that, right? There's a group of group of, of senators there. or congressmen. Yeah. And that's what he's talking about, like, you know how that crazy doctor said that you know it was a waste of money. Well, he did it, you know. Right. Right. Dun, dun, dun. Problem is. There's already a ripple. So, like, so, so well, somebody already had this technology, or somebody already used the technology well, even before, like, they, uh... That's the point, like, that, that same guy says that you can't travel into the future, you can only travel into the future past. future hasn't happened yet. the future hasn't happened yet. But, I kind of like that. I mean, obviously, the future has happened because the future's going to happen, so those future people could go to the past, because, like, our future is their past. But they can't travel there until they're in their future. Right, you but that doesn't really matter. You you know. Because as Matthew McConaughey told us, time is a flat circle. <laughs> like, what was that? Interstellar movie, or something? It's uh, true, true detective. detective. Oh, true detective. But I mean, this movie illustrates that point, I think, very well. It's the fact that as soon as time travel is invented, you can go anywhere. But yeah, that's a because, that's, but that's yeah. a pretty good like I don't know. That's a pretty good uh, like. Uh, well, it was just in the beginning Important. of the movie trying to set up, like, here's our philosophy on time travel in a, in a scene so we can, like, here are the rules. Well, I just like you know? the idea yeah. that yeah. And the one, breaking... the cardinal rule that we have to reiterate a couple times during the movie <laughs> so we can break it at the end, which is matter cannot occupy the same space, you know, like, uh, the same matter. So you can't go back into your own past and be in the same room with yourself. If you touch yourself, you're going to explode. I just, uh, I'm just looking happens. at the simple idea of a bad guy. Like they're like, there's a brand new technology. Problem is, bad guys already have it. You yeah. know, they've already used it. Right. What are we going to do? We have to like finance this TEC, the Time Enforcement, whatever center. I forget what the C is. Cops. Was no, it I the cops? Know. Time Enforcement. No, cops. I don't even know what the C means. Yeah. So yeah, the TEC is the uh, government's answer for time. Uh, Time patrols, time... Yeah, uh, it probably is time, time enforcement cop, huh? Not, it's not it's cop. Else, it's definitely like time and... agency. I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, what it was it? Yeah. The, the TEA. But they enlist the Jean-Claude TEC. Van Damme. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Into this, like... Apparently, well, he was, he's like... He was, they don't tell you why he's so awesome. He, all, was, he all, was TEC before time travel started. What? What? It doesn't yeah. make any sense. Be a yes. time no, he was just a cop. No, the the organization was TEC because like the, the, well, he but that was just at that thing. Time. Yeah, well, at, in the mall in 1994, he says he gets hired by the TEC, but you know, so he's about to start this new job about time travel. He's just a beat cop. But oh. yeah, why would you pick Jean Claude Van Damme? I'll tell you why, because he can fucking kick you in the face and hold it there. He can. He, he can, can also do he can put asses in the seats in 1993 or whatever. <laughs> well, like Universal Soldier just came out and everyone loved it. Yeah. This so is, the next movie. This is this what is was the, wasn't this after Universal Soldier? I want to say what has to be Universal yeah, Soldier was, was like, like his, 92. That's what I'm saying. Like that was that was his prime, well, right? Yeah, that was the highest of the high. Everything after Universal has been. Guess what his top grossing <laughs> what movie of all time what? is? This one. 
This one. Well, is it really? Yeah, Time Cop is the Because it was after scene. Universal. You always see he was it, a, a good actor. Well, yeah, because he did or a good sport, like right? like as if you go to see a, a Jason sequel, it's based off of the popularity of the last movie. Right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. that the last one was awesome. Of course, we're gonna see the next one. Yeah, because yeah. Hard Target was like ninety or ninety one, right? And that was like his first. That was John Woo, but I mean right. that was his first studio film. I think a lot of dodging after, arrows. I mean, there was no retreat, no surrender. It wasn't he the Russian bad guy in that? But, I mean, it was like uh, Kickboxer, or sorry, Bloodsport Kickboxer. Cyborg, don't forget Cyborg. Cyborg Fuck, was his yeah, first that's one. Right, he was in Cyborg. Cyborg was his first one. Cyborg, Bloodsport, no retreat, no surrender, which I'm, I'm sure. Uh, Bloodsport was the first one. But anyway. I think I mean, Cyborg the, Those anyway. were like the four like things before Hard Target, then like Universal Soldier. Universal Soldier. Then, yeah. then he like went big time and started. Yeah, the muscles time. from Brussels. <laughs> what is it with the lump on his head? Do we ever? He had. Uh, I want to say when I was. Uh, I could be completely off on this. I remember reading an article. As I, I want to say at least he claimed that he was. I don't know if it was like a snow sledding accident, some sort of an, some sort of an accident where he uh, fucking hit his head. Yeah. Yeah, which is kind of freaky because there was a there was a uh, if you remember, there was a uh, American Mortal Kombat television. I don't know if it was a television series. It might have been a television series or it might have just been some straight-to-video movies. But there was a dude that fucking, like, made himself look exactly like Jean-Claude Van Damme. There's a dude out there who was a martial artist, a good martial artist, and he just thought, you know how I should fucking... He might have even been a stunt double of Jean-Claude Van Damme's at mm, one yeah. time. Uh, but he even, like, put in a the- fake fucking bump. Oh, oh. And, dude, there was... I was about to... I want to say when they did, I don't know if they did one of the, if it was one of the cheap uh, Bloodsport, I want to say it was Bloodsport 2 and 3 hired that guy. I want to say, I could be completely <laughs> wrong, but I was all like, I was John like, holy Claude fuck, Bloodsport 2. You're get some Well, because, dude, dude he's on the cover, him. and it looks like fucking Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. It looks like him, you know, bumping all that shit. Yeah. You got to stop for a second and be like, wait a second. I remember like there was a story about like how he got into the business, like you know, because he was whatever the hell kickboxer or something like that, and he showed up to a producer and just like you know said, "You have to put me in movies." The producer's like, "Why the fuck?" And then he like did the kick and like held the kick, you know, like right in front of the guy's face. He's like. All right, fine. Uh, we could probably sign up to do something. <laughs> cool. Yeah. And does he do that in every film? You speak I worse enough so. English yeah, that's that we get. thing, right? I mean, that's like the stopping it. The it the, and the, yeah, the kick where you the being just, like, able to just hold it, hold yeah. it up there. Well, yeah. Okay, watching this movie. That's what. This is what's so funny to me about watching these fucking uh, martial arts movies from the nineties is. Since the, I mean, come on, dude. We've had Bach, the Ray. Well, I mean, we, we <laughs> America has more access to actual Asian films. So, like, you you go back to American martial art. This shit's so slowed, and like, you're like, huh? There's a scene in this movie where he fights by not moving at all. It's the laziest yeah. fight scene. Was he that the knife? The knife, right? Yeah, he's oh, got there's this a knife. there's a knife guy. The, the, a guy the Asian him. bad guy looks like he's doing a lot. He's like doing a lot, <laughs> yeah, and he's and just going just like up, stands down, there. up, yep. down, up, yeah. down. And then after that, he just holds the knife up, and the he Asian just guy just attacks the knife. <laughs> 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 That's how I used to. Uh, 
They, that's how we used to pretend fight as kids. Yeah. Just yeah. like one, two, yeah. one, two, one. It was two. kind of amazing when you're watching it. You're like, what the? This is the laziest fight scene I've ever seen. It's like in '94 where we just like not that accustomed. We were thrilled. Well, to, the other thing, you we know, were like, fast editing. We, we yeah, weren't like we, so uh, used to fast editing. So it's like I don't know what I just saw, but we, it was amazing. We had the like the influx of like the action. You know, the action hero became it was like Stallone and Schwarzenegger. Oh man, and then, like, Steven Seagal, guys, Norris. Yeah, then, well, because those were like the ones that came. It was like Stallone and then if Schwarzenegger. You, kicked, you had a like, You had muscles and you could like do some kind of physicality. There was, you like, spoke Don okay. The Dragon <laughs> Wilson and there was uh, Jeff Speakman. He was some other like, you know, Billy. Billy. Yeah, I know yeah. who you're talking about, too. That guy, the Tybo guy. Yeah. 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 No, Billy Blanks. Blanks. Yeah, blanks. 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 I don't know. Banks or blanks? Who yeah. knows? You tell and then us. you had like Seagal and Jean Claude Van Damme. Which they were the big ones, right? Seagal and Van Damme they were the big ones at this time, right? It was all like, about cheapest, that fucking like, Mark uh, for Death, Under Siege, Hard Target, fucking yeah. Sudden Death. Well, some of those, I want to say Sudden Death is directed by Peter Hyams, who directed this, this movie. movie. Holy shit. Yeah. And he shot this movie. Which is, makes him an anomaly, I think, in uh, as directors. I mean, he's like one of the only yeah. photographers. Constantly directors. directs Van Damme. Or... <laughs> no, <laughs> that too. You fucking did, deal with no, him. He's done another one with uh, Van Damme like recently. No way. I don't know what the hell it's no called. No shit. Yeah, they, they got another one. What, what's but no, recently? Saying, that VCDM thing? No, or? after that. After that. What? Like, yeah, more recent than that. Oh, like, shit. Have, have we ever seen Van Damme and Seagal together? No, never. Not even uh, Expendables, right? No, well, because come on. Yeah. Seagal, I don't think, would ever get that. Well, like, he was in... I'm surprised Van Damme got it. Seagal was in uh, Machete. Was it? Yeah. Oh, that's right, he was. Yeah. I was going to say, like, he was on that Lawman show or whatever, because he became, like, the sheriff. Like, in real life, he became yeah. a sheriff of some town. Right. And then he had some problems with, like, wiretapping or something like that. Wasn't he part of that, like, whole Hollywood was thing? Was he? Yeah. Yeah, so he's kind of... That's why he hasn't been in an Expendables yet. But yeah. Van Damme really? had his little moment of, like, oh my God. whatever the hell Huh? The villain. Wasn't that Van Damme's movie? Expendables, yeah, Villain. Yeah, because he's French. He's the villain. But that movie JCVD or whatever, where it was like this really weird personal kind of thing. It was weird. He played himself. Yeah, he's in a bank that gets held up, but and everybody thinks that's a Belgian movie, isn't it? Or a you know, he's this action hero and can like stop the bank robbers. Yeah, they're expecting him to do something. There's a really weird moment in it where like he addresses the camera and i can't remember who he's supposed to be talking to but it's like it goes on for a while and he breaks down and he's like you know like i'm sorry for the movies that i've done and i'm going to do better you know like he should be like i'm sorry yeah. i beat my wife and you guys found out about it that's what really ended his career i <laughs> oh, do really? i do a lot of cocaine and like use my kicks to beat my wife i know oh, yeah, yeah, had, yeah uh, there's i think there's video of him like slapping reporters and some stuff. shit so okay so time cop right <laughs> We're going to talk about and time the mechanics. Of We're going to talk travel. about the movie tonight. I right, swear so, we will. So as we far will. as we can understand, the way that time oh. travel works in this movie. Well, is hold on. Let's set up at least the fact that when the senators talk about whatever, one senator in particular is like, I like your idea of a time enforcement, uh, whatever I'm in. I'm going to fully help fund it. That because that becomes that's why the TEC is called the, the Parker McDuck 
what was the fuck oh, the, the Macomb, senator's name? Macomb. Yeah, exactly. That's Mac- what I'm saying. Macomb, like, Parker. This plot stuff is like... <laughs> well, they try to like... So, I mean, cause that's Ron kinda, Silver's the bad guy. I should be He's interested, right? A senator, that. a backward senator is like, I could fucking use this time travel shit, so I'm going to invest and that's into Ron Silver. this... Uh, is that Ron Silver? Yeah. For so he, he's, he's the best manipulating thing time movie, right? basically well, yeah. and wants to try and like you know because fuck in, over in that man meeting, and wants to stop it. Well, use his own. In, in that meeting, the black guy is t- t- talking about time travel and how there's a lot of money to be made in it, you know, or like a lot of money is being already being money, made. Money in. made in the past, gentlemen. And when he says that, they show him a comb and he kind of looks over like, hmm, "I'm in. Like I want in on yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I like that. So he becomes the dastardly villain, complete with. Oh yeah, because you got to. He is the guy because the, there's no qualms about it, right? He's yeah. like. Like, right there, he's, like, twiddling his fucking mustache. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, time forever. <laughs> yeah, this movie telegraphs, like, so many goddamn plot points. But, okay, so the mechanics of time oh. travel, right? So let's try and get this uh, down. Okay. So as long as you are in, as the way that I understand it, if you are a time cop, you get in a little uh, vehicle there that gets slid along a track a rail at, or a, whatever. at a wall at, like, 100 miles an hour. And at some point, you pass the There's a funny joke about the two barrier. red spots. That is what happens. If you hit the wall, yeah, apparently yeah, I have. When so it goes you go 100 miles like an hour, really wor- you go 100 really miles an hour at the wall, and eventually you hit the time travel <laughs> barrier, and then just kind of evaporate into the past. However, when you get into the past, we don't know what happens to the vehicle. It's there upon your return, but you just kind of like walk out of a yeah. time bubble <clears throat> Yeah, in the past. And when you're in the past, you can leave the past by going through the same time bubble. But at some point, coming back to the your present, you have to get back in this vehicle. This makes no sense. How Which that? is now, like, when you return, it's on the track, but facing the other way. Yeah. So yeah. where does it go? Exactly. That's Do we question. have any theories? I, don't, I have no idea. Yeah. All right. No. So <laughs> that was one of the, like, things that we were watching this movie going, like, what in the holy fuck? There's the... Uh, the whole like mechanics of time travel, the how you actually like find all these ripples in the time uh, stream where all the problems are. Yeah. And sending these guys back. So, I mean, as far as the plot goes, the other, you know, like Ron Silver as your main bad guy is going to go back and kill Jean-Claude Van Damme's girlfriend. And like that's the main thing. So he has to like go back in time and eventually stop this and make the whole thing right again. Well, which they never explain. But that's they don't explain from that perspective. Yeah, they don't explain because we know that the guy that's fucking with the stock market in 1929 is John Claude Van Damme's partner. But they don't explain how maybe um, the senator knows. Well, if that guy's his partner, he's in on it. Maybe I got to go back in the past and fucking silence him by killing his wife. Because you know the senator's there by looking at him in the window. You can see him in the window holding the wife, or not holding the wife. He's just in the window as the wife's screaming against. But I don't think yeah, it's being it's held. Not, like killing the wife isn't the main well, objective. But it's well, well but it's the objective of the movie. I mean, yeah, like, that's, you know, why, like that's why. That's why I think John Claude Van Damme. Dude, I swear to God, I think this movie that. is written. You're supposed to read it as. 
I fucking swear to God, you're supposed to read it as what Van Damme does later in the movie is supposed to be happening in the beginning of the movie. I swear. I think so, because those it's guys... It's just done kind of bad. Like the, the, well, what would you call it? The okay. mullet-haired guys, because apparently 2004 is the year of the mullet and the... you know They're from the, the future. The, they're bad. The they got earrings but and they're they there mullets. at the... And I think this is your point. They're there at the mall in the first time that we go through the, the 1994 sequence. They're there, like, looking at, you know, young... Jean Claude Van yeah. Damme. It's yeah. like why? Unless the senator already knows, I need to fucking get rid of this dude or silence this guy. Which that doesn't make any sense because it doesn't work. All it does is kill the kill the guy's wife and force him into the TEC or whatever. The fuck, right. right. So that doesn't really and work. Make him out. become a mullet head. Unless unless yeah unless you're supposed to assume that no Van Damme is in the past trying to fuck up the senator's plot. It's just like not edited together well but because that, they didn't do enough to make. The Van Dam of '94 in the scenario of being at the house during the murder of his wife. They don't do enough to uh, distract from what he was doing because clearly he was in the window shooting. He was doing different things where we should have seen everything he fucking did at the end of that movie, like climbing up the roof, all that. If it truly was the scenario that yes. Van Dam was back then. She should have been climbing on the roof. He should have shot in the window, seen like, what is that? That looks like me with a mullet. And then like <laughs> fucking get knocked out or whatever the fuck. We should have seen that, but yeah, we didn't I, see any of that. So yeah, it I, might. I don't think it can be. Yeah, because that's too I much think it's supposed oversight. to be though. <laughs> I like, do. That, but your, your movie that you're talking about, why that's that a more senator, Why is the senator at the house? <laughs> it's important to him that that's what I'm saying. There should have been at least another scene to explain why the senator, like after, because that happens first, right? That's the first thing. That, no, the yeah. first thing that happens in the movie is the Civil War stealing of the gold. Yeah, the, the senator, mall. the senator oh, yeah, uh, right, meeting. Right. Yep. Then the we're in the mall, and then we go to the house yeah, at night for the hot love scene with me and Sarah, who shows. Oh my and- god. Sorry, I had to... Oh, you know. worth the... No, it's worth the price of admission, folks. This yeah. movie has you know, like, yeah. nudity. I'm actually going to... Thank really you, Colin. Like- I'm going to negate my... my. <laughs> at the end of this movie, I was going to say, don't see it. No, please do. <laughs> <laughs> the girl from Legend. And Reve- Ferris Bueller. Yeah, and Ferris Bueller. <laughs> revealing it all, folks. And then there's the weird, like, virtual reality <laughs> porn thing. I think it's funny. Conducted by the guy who's an extra with, in the X-Files. With it's like, Bush, man. Yeah. There's, it's funny <laughs> to think about how, like, because for, at least for me, Ferris Bueller is such a staple in my film career, <laughs> film <laughs> history. It's funny to think that Jean-Claude Van Damme fucked Ferris Bueller's girlfriend. <laughs> Probably better than Ferris Bueller ever did. Yeah, that's the missing scene no, from it's, Ferris Bueller's it's, it's where I all coked out. Anyway. Yeah, sorry. But so, <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. All right, so, so yeah. So the, the, you're saying that the, the hitmen are coming after Van Damme because of events that have happened in the future, but... Nothing in the the way that the present timeline plays out. It would have been cooler I if guess. if all the events that were happening in the future were also oh, that's okay. Because I can only assume, we need documents. Hold on, right. okay. Yeah. Well, I'm a pretty good dog. My memory is like fucking. So I'm only to assume that okay. In, in 2004, after John Clive Van Dam arrests his old partner, he gets assigned a internal affairs officer. This black female played by. 
Gabriel, the girl from the ER. girl from Falling Sky. ER, that's it. ER, yeah. Holy shit! Did, did you say that during the movie? It I is ER. looked it up. Oh, See, okay. I, yeah, I can't I seen remember her Falling her name, Sky. Is that new TNT Spielberg? Oh, that show? too. That's wow. a really good yeah. show. Oh, and, and she's with Doctor Carter. While we're watching it, we're like scratching, like where, where have I seen this before? woman? I was like, tells on the dark side. That's not. Well, it was ironic that I had just watched an episode of the X Files. Like I'm going back through. Yeah, 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 And the dude, like he's. I he just watched exactly that episode the same. too. Yeah, he's <laughs> the like technician who sends. Well, it was only like a year or two later. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah, I know. <laughs> what does he play in the X Files? But I mean, he's in the same. He costume. was a he was a was, si- Mulder. What was the episode? Well, shit, it was episode five of that. Mythology Max series. Fennig, if anybody X Files fan, Max Fennig was the character name, and he's a guy who has been an alien abductee that Mulder uh, befriends, talking to, and he has uh, like he has, some he has uh, uh, strokes or whatever since he was epileptic strokes. Yeah, the guy looks. I mean, but he's in like the same costume, same because it was literally like a year later he filmed this movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if not the same year, it was. Like, I just, it's funny that I just watched that episode, though. It's funny that we just watched that episode. Yeah, and then it was so, like, bam, time. What's shit? Like, that guy? The, oh my god! Yeah. What's the odds of me seeing this actor again for the rest of my life? This and then as soon as I watch this X Files episode, <laughs> then he's a time cop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell you, man, that's reality. almost like time and space collided it's in time. Like it's supposed to, and Holy made shit. it. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, so he's assigned. So I just want to make sure before I forget this that he's assigned this eternal affairs officer. So you're uh, and you find out this eternal affairs officer is in league with the senator. So you are to assume already that the senator knows, hey, this guy's gunning after us. So that's why it could not be. There's a pretty good fucking chance that the opening isn't involved with him himself from oh four uh two thousand four being there, but the fact that the senator knows that this guy is uh looking into his 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 past crimes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I see what you're doing there. Yeah. Yeah. Well and it's it's because <laughs> because he busted the other cop. You know, and, but probably even times. more than that too, I can only imagine because that's well, like yeah, he keeps hearing about this. Because he busts the cop right after well, I mean, we see the scene of him killing John claude Van Damme's wife, then see the scene of John claude Van Damme uh, uh, capturing his his partner, right? Right. So we yeah. don't know if in the, the senator is just gunning after him in general. I think from so. the future because we know this guy's finding out his whole like because I mean there is no like fucking detective work to this whole movie like he's just like you know how could you be so stupid you're my partner and the guy's like he's like i can't say nothing they're gonna kill my grandmother all right it's the (laughs) senator he's gonna be (laughs) and then he throws himself out the window and and there's an awesome scene after that where he can van damme goes back to the future and talks to the senator and it's like so did you catch your guy Yep, he had some interesting things to say. Really? Did he name who? Is oh, it? really? He did. <laughs> and I'm going to get him. I hope you get him. I never, I never quit. And it's, it's just one of those scenes yeah. where you're like, Jesus Christ. And it's supposed to be like a tour, so there's like other members of the police force and government just standing around while these guys too like, oh, really? Yeah. Yes. They like in, 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 uh, insinuate things back and forth. At least other. his boss or captain or whatever later on was like, you guys seem to uh, hit it off, or you seem to hit it off 
off with the senator or something like that. Yeah, that was a yeah. funny comment because, yeah, I made a joke about, like, uh, do you guys know each other? <laughs> yeah. You guys are being very, like, well, I don't know, senator. What like, do you think? I don't know. What do you All right, so here's another <laughs> another problem that I have with the movie's time travel mechanics, right? Oh. Like, So the captain, who's played by Bruce McGill. Oh, I he's, thought he was going to be a bad guy. He, yeah. Right, yeah, we were thinking... So he's always like he's the guy who's in charge of the actual you know department that's sending these guys. He was to even the future, in the meeting the with the senator, right, Congressman? Yeah. So when Van Dam comes back, right, which you have to assume there's a bunch of time cops out there going on these missions, sure. and coming back, and at some point, I know their their job is to pre- prevent you know things from being changed in the past, but sometimes you got to assume that people are changing the past. They come back to a future that is not. The future that they left. You think that would be part of like the interview process, like the you know debriefing. Like as soon as you get off the out of the machine, like look around. You Dude, know, this movie, like, anything because yeah. there's a scene where he where Van Dam comes back and Bruce McGill's like, "We were best friends. Yes, we were best friends." And blah blah blah. And the yes. senator was it, and yeah. he's and the, Bruce McGill's like incredulous. I don't believe it. What are you talking? about? like, you work in time travel. <laughs> Thank you. Where yes. this shit happens, they should have like a manual <laughs> or like there should be some training for time travel. Like. Well, or he should take his word for it, right? And he's coming back. That's what doesn't make sense. That's like, what's, he's part of it, obviously. Yeah. Like he should be like, okay, sit down and tell me everything that's different. Yeah, there should be some uh, a conversation. Not, well, but you're does, crazy. Does he recognize him at that point? Yeah. that's what I'm saying. Obviously, because to me that read as John Clan Van Damme shows up, right? And then he's like, "Who are you?" Right? I mean, he no. doesn't know who he is. Oh, well, he knows that he's an agent. I think doesn't he? Because well, he's wearing the uniform. Yeah, that's yeah. what I don't get. Uh, yeah, the whole like so, a, all well, you gotta yeah, do is have a tech uniform, and you can like but his infiltrate past their whole been thing. Like, that oh, point. is you? I'm, you're supposed to be my superior. Okay, cool. <laughs> he would still be. I think he's still an agent. They were just never close for some reason. Right. But I think well, he no, I think an agent. no, I I think that was supposed to be not even. They're not friends. Jean-Claude Van Damme is just playing with the idea that I can seed in the information. They're like, we're very close. Oh, yeah, we were very, you know, we had lots of good times together. So I think he does know him as, I mean, in the movie, I think he does know him as an agent. It's just to to get his trust, he's see, feeding yeah, he's in only, like, dude, only, we were yeah. best friends. It's supposed to be a joke because they're not best friends. But the idea that you don't see anything outside of the police headquarters because they had no actual money to show the oh, future. You, do, you totally see some futuristic limos. Oh, futuristic limo. They were limo. They, they look like DeLoreans. They look like every vehicle we've seen in like they, Last Starfighter Back yeah, to the Future they, they 2. They look like Last Starfighter more than DeLoreans. They with, do. With like some Star Wars Little like shoddy Just Star big Wars boxes exterior. over it. It really looks like it's, they built a box to put over. A yeah, car. an existing yeah. car. It's just yeah. weird. It's look. It looks like something that like a kid would make with some kind of model kit by just building and building and building on the front. Like, well, it's got to have like this thing on the front and a couple of things on the hood. Like they thought like the, a big stripe with lights on it on the top. Oh, and the fucking no windows the, the, on uh, the thing because it's self driving. What, it a, like, what do they call that? A spoiler. There was yeah, that fucking two, like three foot fucking spoiler. For all story. squared, well, like I not mean, round. Like let's just say, like the people in the future have no idea of design, like beauty design. They're like, fuck it, throw all the boxes together, call it a car, you know. <laughs> <laughs> fuck how it looks. It drives itself. <laughs> I think the, well, the boxing is it's for more space inside, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, right. You can sleep in there. Inside, you can, yeah. which you can see nowadays. Our cars are getting smaller. 
That's true. Dude. They totally misread and we, 2004. We, we did see the apartment, too. No, the only reason I was trying, I wasn't trying to interrupt you when you were talking about their, the time traveling, uh, whatever, laws of this. But I wanted to point out how worried they were when they were first sending them during, it's like, haven't you guys been doing this uh, for like 10 years or something? Like, And they, I really think, I mean, I think this is why their time traveling thing doesn't make sense. Is I guarantee the movie was designed to just have this whole step through a dimension portal design, right? Yeah. With the thing on your belt that brings yeah, you Yeah, but then I think it's, I'm sure after the movie was released, people are like, everybody's confused. You know, how do they travel through time? So it's like, but fuck, but we're going to like, more fine. Then they have to, the well, because every move, well, but they don't care, right? They're we'll thinking, have to track down the original comic book, the Dark Horse comic book. Okay, yeah, I want to talk, I guess I can talk about that. Yeah, Mike, this is written by Mike Richardson, the founder of uh, Dark Horse Comics. And there was an anthology comic series called Dark Horse Presents, which is even still going today. Because that's how you find all your good comics or the comics so that are worth like, going into. That like you have an anthology story. It's a monthly anthology. It's a yeah, monthly anthology. Multiple and stories per month or multiple. One? You'll okay. probably get like anywhere from like also I'll just say about five stories an issue. How many pages is that? Uh, well, it was a big, it was a thicker. It was definitely thicker than normal comics because you got five. So it's not like know. a full like twenty two page or whatever. No, it's definitely bigger. It's definitely going to be 48, 48 to seventy two pages. Like, would Time anywhere Cop from forty eight. Have like twenty two pages and one. Who Time Cop? Would no, it have had- no, 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 no. It would only have about maybe five to seven pages out of that forty. Eight pages oh, okay. or something yeah. like that, you know, because there'd be the other, yeah. yeah. So it just treats it like an anthology. They probably only had, uh, maybe maybe three or four issues. Like uh, Sin City started in Dark, uh, Dark Horse Presents. Yeah, they did. Twentieth uh, Century uh, Fox had all their Alien comics featured in uh, Dark Horse Presents, which is uh, Mark Verheiden, the other writer of this. He is uh, one of the main guys that wrote a lot of the. Uh, uh, Dark Horse uh, presents stories, especially the uh, alien stories, and uh, has worked in comics a uh, shit ton. So this is, for better or for worse, a comic book movie, especially because uh, this is the Mike Richardson's the same guy that, uh, uh, shit, I think he created The Mask. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. I want to say, maybe not, but I want to say he, he might have been one of the writers on the match so this, one of the this main... story could be ripped right from the pages of one of those that's comics. what i'm could wondering if this be, is but i don't if this is like i'm sure further adventures of time comics. i'm sure it's a you know i'm sure well looking at the design it's not a like, good adaptation you, know, you were saying that the guys you know the the mullet haired assassin squad from the future look bad and i'm like i wonder if that's like are they trying to accurately reproduce what oh uh, no the no i can't imagine what, the cars and stuff <laughs> They, they didn't care about like accurately like, reproducing mm, anything from comics. They're going to pull so, us over like, from the comics. I, I doubt that. I'd be shocked. Because at this point, all they wanted to do was, like, take, I'm sure I'm sure the, the title and, like, well, I mean, who knows? I mean, since since Mike Richardson and Mark Verheiden were the creators of the, uh, well, I don't know if Mike uh, Verheiden was one of the comic book guys, but since the creators of the comic book were so closely related, maybe, maybe, maybe. I'd have to look up, yeah, I'd have to look up what issues of Dark Horse Presents yeah, that this good. comes from. Because they did Dr. Giggles and Dr. Other Giggles stuff. They were all Universal Dark pictures that came out around Yeah, because Dark Horse right? Presents. It's kind of funny how, like, even though we call Blade the resurgence of 
of uh, comic books and movies. It is funny how I mean I'm even finding I mean I'm a big comic book fan, but I'm even finding this out for myself how much uh, Dark Horse tried to have a uh, uh, you know a, a foot in the movie industry. Just because Dark Horse always did start off with the 20th Century Fox properties of Aliens, Terminator, oh, Predator, right yeah. Yeah. you know, so they were automatically kind of dealing with Hollywood type people. Uh, Mark Verheiden, one of the writers of this, he is—I'm not sure if he wrote uh, the first Alien versus Predator story, but you know that whole that idea was a, wasn't that a Peter? It was a uh, fuck. I have that issue too. It's like Peter something. Peter Tobin Briggs? or something. Like Peter Briggs could Peter, be. I know. Like I know. I know. Verheiden did write some Predator. I was. I just wasn't sure if he uh, started any of the uh, AVP stuff. So okay, so there's yeah, there's a little. So this is kind of a comic book movie. Yeah, kind of a comic book movie. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit. There was one. I'm sure the title that kind of blew my mind, blew both all of our minds. I think in the movie. Now this has to do with an action movie cliche where at. As soon as a the action movie hero shoots somebody, they make some type of one line <laughs> quip at the end. Yeah, oh, like, yeah, this was a pretty bad. They were bad for it. They were bad, except for one that was that turned out to be awesome. Just where, because they they like in a weird way like pre uh, they knew that thought our uh, then you're, like, like that's a bad one liner. Like, well, why didn't they just change the bad one liner? They were there hoping it was right, funny. So the scene is. You know, it for those funny. of you who've seen it, I it guess I'm going to you know reiterate here. But for those of you who haven't, it's like uh, Van Damme freezes this guy in like what is it? Liquid? There's like a liquid because it was like a what, a new computer system that was cold cold coldware coldware cold <laughs> yeah from <laughs> hardware to coldware that re- revolutionized the industry. So he breaks this. The guy freezes his arm. This is also, and we're going to have to talk about this next, right? Terminator. Oh, 2 this ter- do this whole but, movie so is Terminator Two. The guy freezes 2, his and... arm in the in the liquid nitrogen. Van Damme breaks it. The guy it no, he shatters says, all over the place. What does he say before he Van breaks Dam it? Van Damme goes, have a nice day. He says, have a nice day before he breaks it. That's oh, how, yeah, like, because nice there's that moment smash. of, like, ah! I could just attack this enemy, but no, I'm going to stop and look at him and be like. Have the one-liner. Yeah. Have a nice day. Have and nice so day. we're sitting there going, like, that's one have of the nice shittiest day. goddamn one-liners that I've ever have a nice day. Did, did it have yeah, any, it wasn't a pun? What did we come up with? Because right, one-liners are supposed to be puns. Take a break. Take a break. Chill out. Chill out. Anything. Else. It yeah. could have been anything. And then, and then Van Damme, like, so then Ron Silver shows up, and Van Damme's like, I should have said something. I should have said freeze. I should have said freeze. <laughs> because earlier, it's a callback to earlier when he said freeze to Macomb, and Macomb's like, Oh, that was the Why worst do you one say that? That's, you know, I'm not frozen. Oh, shit. That's right. That, that was horrible. Yeah. Oh, that was God. That was the worst. set up for that so one joke. That was a joke. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's. Oh, it just took it down a notch. I was like, my mind was blown. <laughs> yeah, thank God was Brent like, was here to uh, fucking ruin that one good part of this movie that we made up by ourselves. <laughs> Sorry. We, that, that one part of dialogue was so bad, we forgot it was there that we didn't think that that was complimenting it. Yeah. <laughs> that's why. We do this show. That's, That's right. why we got to talk about every scene. We got to talk it out. <laughs> yeah, this is a therapy session for yeah. some of these films. All right, oh, so the for fuck sure, <laughs> for fuck sure, man. <laughs> dude, I remember liking Jean Claude Van Damme. Probably until this movie. That's really? what I. Oh yeah, because that's what I really saw. Like how this movie. Like I'm like, dude. Like the only stakes of this movie is I have a chance to like bring my wife back to life. 
So even though you should be invested in a cop stopping this corrupt senator from like weaseling his way to become, it's all about no. I can bring my wife back to life. It like just stops, but it stops the whole. It's like I know that's the real plot of this movie. Every John Claude Van Damme movie is about like. I'm on a mission. I found a girl I have to protect or I have to like whatever. Mission now becomes somehow I'm protecting her, but I'm a hard target about him protecting a woman. (laughs) I don't know if it's like his CIA buddies. Why? I can't recall at all. But I swear every one of his movies. Well, sudden death is about what? He's at a hockey Hockey game with his kid. Yeah. Yeah. What about double double trouble? Is there no, no double impact? <laughs> double impact. There's two of them. Double trouble too, isn't there? No, is there? Is there? the one with uh, double trouble? Oh, with, yeah, uh, double trouble with fucking uh, basketball the basketball player. player. I can't remember <laughs> his name. Uh, Rod. Oh, yeah, Rodman. Uh, Dennis, Dennis Rodman. Rodman. Dennis Thank Rodman. you, Rod. Mickey Rourke, it's so yeah. funny how that's we're, how my mind such, works. I'm like, Rod, I see a Rod there. I'm like, <laughs> a psychic. Who's the guy that's because we're drunk, Brent? That's what it is. It's slowing down our synapse. No, I would never remember Dennis Rodman. Who's <laughs> the guy that plays the basketball matches with the other guy? Yeah, <laughs> Michael Jordan. Okay, oh, that's so, the one. Okay, that so, was my. I'm sorry. Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Okay, that was my only problem with this movie. There was no, like, bad guy lieutenant yeah. you were supposed to there was one like mullet guy you were kind of supposed to attach yourself to i think yeah i don't re- i don't think he had any dialogue with the senator you're saying, oh you're <laughs> yeah. just saying that the bad guys were all kind of generic they were just guys with mullets and big yeah. suits and nose rings and, i remember like, what i was yeah. thinking of i'm sorry what the idea like if the if the plot of the movie is like if the main storyline okay but you're a and b a is like Ron Silver's trying to change time. Got to stop him and kill him in the end. B is Mia Sarah gets killed at the beginning. We got to bring her back, you know, figure out a way to bring her back. Cause it's a time travel movie. You can stop that. Yeah. I didn't think they did well enough with the, I mean, they, they, it was a movie of missed opportunities then on the B storyline, because that almost seemed like it almost seemed like he wasn't concerned with bringing her back. You know what I mean? It was Not like, until that came like, what? Yeah, because it was like, I'm back here, and like, you know, the one, the girl, the other girl's like, and you can fix your past. And then he's like, oh, yeah, I probably can fix my past. Like, dude, you're in 1994, and you go home every night in 2004 to your house and watch videos of your ex, your dead fiat wife, whatever. Uh, but they about also, to tell you something. She had to tell you something very important the night that she died. What oh you shit! Yep. No, but they, no, they do tell you though, and I think this is supposed to be the exposition for it, but it just doesn't like ring through the movie. They make a statement that like you can't go killing Hitler because everything. So I think as an agent, you're supposed to know yeah. I can't change my past because it would affect too okay. much of the future. All right, future. well, I'll give you that. But, but he doesn't I, give a fuck. But, well, that's the thing. I don't, I don't, I didn't get I don't the point that he changed his mind and then said, like, single-mindedly, I'm going to go save her from death. Oh, please. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't get the moment that that clicked. Let's also talk about that he was, that she was pregnant when he saw the blood test. I want to talk about that for a quick second. So yeah. he goes back to, like, Okay, the senator, the senator that that uh, puts this internal affairs officer to partner up with uh, John John Claude Van Damme, uh, the senator betrays her uh, in the past, and so she's excuse me, Jesus, 
So she's stuck in 94, right? And Jean-Claude Van Damme's like, if I could get her to testify. That's what this movie like really thinks really like fucking so small, right? <laughs> Everything's about yeah. getting someone to testify like a fucking, oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah because so, he's gone back to the future that's been changed. And they're like, we don't know who the fuck you're talking about. That's he's why like, I'm going yeah, to go back to the past. And get her and bring her She's here. She's still there. She can and do it. That'll be my proof. Instead of going back earlier than when the thing happened <laughs> and just right. stopping. Oh my god! Get go. And right. for some reason, when he meets uh, the uh, internal affairs officer in the hospital, they're like, "We can get you there to uh, there." I'm like, I'm starting to. Yeah, you're yeah I'm going. I'm yeah. doing it all. I'll get you there. So yeah, I can get you there oui, for oui. a. Uh, uh-huh. You can uh, you can testify against them. <laughs> And I don't even get the logic of this. No, this is great, though. I can't even understand. No, I, I'm no trying. Idea. Hold on, you got to help me think okay. about how she. What, does she say I can't go back and testify, or it's just another thing like his partner, where it's like he'll kill my family. Go if you get my. Oh, no, no, he's like they erased you in the future. The future's yeah. been changed. They erased you in the future. She's like, get my blood. It's yeah, like no, she, perfect. He needs, yeah, he needs, <laughs> it's like they're not making a goddamn sense. <laughs> he says he needs proof that she existed here. In 94. In 94. So the way that they're going to get proof is to <laughs> There's go the down doctor's to the lab offices. and get a blood sample, which I'm assuming the way you prove it is because it has a label on it. I mean, from, by yeah. that thinking, he could get any of her relatives' blood from before. The whole point is you could draw her they're blood supposed in an to erase and put a fucking label on it, and that'd be proof. Yeah. It's ridiculous, dude. Yeah, this time, I'd like to see time traveling court. Fuck the whole, like, office portal shit. I like time traveling court. Like, I don't remember that. You tell me when we last heard this. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> so, and then, like, by that. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Time traveling court. Yeah. <laughs> uh, For her 2004 body, what, I mean, like, how is that going to prove anything? Because it had a label on it. It's the label. I'm it's, pretty sure yeah. it was. Unless, can they label. read? Is there something? Do we have, like, a tree trunk system inside of us? <laughs> like, rings? And we're oh, like, this is from she was from 2004. Look at the platelets. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. So, yeah, that was a really, like, weird fucking... I don't think the people made the movie know this. Oh, my God, no. No. That's why I really... I mean, I really do believe this movie was supposed to be made in the idea that... I would what you were seeing at the beginning was supposed to be the end of this movie Wouldn't with the blowing it? up the house and everything because there's no reason to blow up the house at the end, at the beginning of the movie if it's not supposed to be the end of the movie. The reason could be we're competing with Joel Silver that year. He's blowing shit up in Lethal Weapon 4. 3? All right. He well, blew up a building. Okay, so <laughs> here's the thing. I think I think I got this figured out. Um so Senator McComb, he like, you know, that first meeting when they're like, I know what you know, but you know that I know what you, I know. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you know, that yeah, whole thing. Cool. Like, at that moment, like, I don't know if it's it's the conversation in the limo or whatnot, but McCombs, like, we have to go back in time. And we, and again, I'm projecting this onto the film, but he's like, we have to go back in time and we have to kill him, you know, at some point. So they're always going to do that. What they don't count on is the future. Jean-Claude but they don't Dan. kill him. That's what I'm saying. That's what doesn't make sense about that scenario. Is they would know to kill him. They don't just have to kill his wife. That's why I think the beginning well, is to. supposed to be the end, though. 
they tried to kill ninety four Jean Claude, but yeah, but they the, would know they failed. The uh, I don't know because they they they, they all the, blow up. He had the. Well, I propose but why they blow up the a, house? That it was supposed to mirror image the end. But That's here's the thing: where it seems like they could have made a better movie. Oh, it could have been like, great, if, really. If like that, like so, the movie starts off. And he he gets shot, his wife gets killed, and the house blows up, right? And then later on, you find out that the reason that that happened is because, you know, he had fucked with something in another timeline. How would you even find that out? Maybe that's why it would be too hard to figure it out. I think but that, like to, that he's living already in an alternate universe, and that's why things are fucked up. And so he has to go back and fix that because the original... Timeline was. I think you're supposed survived. to be thinking that. But they, if that's the case, I, you know, you might be right. Because but I, don't I think, think you're supposed to think all. like no. by the time, because by the time, like I said, by the time he's investigating his own partner, I think you're supposed to know the senator already knows that this guy's onto our motherfucking shit. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's well, a the evidence for it is that he, the senator, is present at the murder. At know, the murder, murder of his it's wife. supposed to be the end of the movie. I swear. Because why blow up the house? You don't need to... That was the end when here's C4. It's going to well, blow all our fucking shit to smithereens or whatever he said. Like, But his plan is, I mean, he can get rid of himself so that his future self is, you know, can go do his thing. He well, can, he's like, it doesn't matter. I can blow myself up yeah. with you, me. That's a cool power trip. So though. he's going to get rid of his nemesis. He's going to get rid of his future self. Which is him, stupid baby. <laughs> and, and, well, yeah, I don't know if he knows that, yeah, but right. uh, I'm sure he does. Uh, and so, like that—that that is that is the climax of a movie. It's just—it's not the climax. Like the fact that the future, the the 2004 Jean Claude Van Damme shows up. That fucks all that up. Like, we're watching the end of the movie in the beginning. <laughs> this sounds crazy, right? No, I think we are watching the end of the movie. I think, but yeah, I think the, it's just done kind of badly. The fact that the other Jean-Claude Van Damme shows up and fucks everything up, that's why we have the differences in the end of the movie. But wouldn't it have been cooler? I mean, even if we didn't do what I suggest, if they did like a Back to the Future 2, where Jean-Claude right. Van Damme's like running around like Marty behind the behind scenes. Behind the scenes. Fucking yeah. with shit that you already saw. Maybe that's what it was. I, that, know, well, I think, I think intended, they're trying but, to do that. I really do. I just think it's bad. It's half-assed. Yeah, sure. I think it's yeah, really it bad. I think that, it doesn't make sense. Because why the have the senator there? Know. Why have the house blow up? Why? I think it is supposed to be like that. Like even at the mall, they never like show like from a different perspective of the '94 genre. They could have just looking at the. Well, they could have just killed them the in the mall guys. if they were in, yeah, guys that, coming from the future to the past. Just kill them in the fucking mall. You don't gotta be secretive about it. You don't gotta just fucking kill them. Yeah, then go but through they your, don't. your ripple and your because yeah, I think they were yeah. looking at 2004. They were looking at the 2004 fucking. Uh, John Claude Van Damme. They were tr- they were tracing him uh, down. They weren't following old Van Damme. They were following 2004 Van Damme that we saw later in the movie, looking at his wife in the mall. I really think that's true. But then why would they be surprised when he shows up at the house when they're breaking in? That's the problem with this fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. I really do. That's the, that's the problem with this movie. Yeah. I think there's so a lot the of reshoots in this movie. Show, they were showing in the movie. They were showing up in the mall to spy on. I think so. Ninety even at the beginning. Damn, even though it would have made better sense if they were following. No, I think they were supposed to be following. But then they wouldn't 04. be surprised that he was at the house. But, then, but that's just bad. But but it's just bad filmmaking. Up. The but, same way as like. 
in this scene we walk through time, in this scene we take a machine through time. It's like, choose one, motherfuckers. <laughs> you can't have both. It are doesn't we, make any sense. Are we forgetting, like, these goons were at the hospital too, right? Because they killed the black yeah, girl. Yeah, they killed the black yeah. girl. So why those had to have been different goons, or why were no, they doing the that? Guy. So they were the same goons. They knew that the it's future all lady was there. Up. But they, they didn't know that. They knew that future... Uh, X Files. No, not X Files. Future ER girl. <laughs> future future <laughs> X Files was at the ninety four hospital, but they didn't know that future Jean Claude was there. Man, I don't know. Uh, my brain's starting to hurt, right? Well, because you're thinking <laughs> too much about something that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> because yeah. because you're supposed to. They're I mean, like, we don't know, motherfucker. Watch it. I guess in my scenario, because the, did just, you buy popcorn? That was the point. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope you bought does, popcorn. Does the awesome hallway chase scene with the little martial arts and him jumping out the window immediately follow the scene you're talking about? Yes. That's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but Wait the, a second. Does he do the splits on the counter? <laughs> We're good to go. Continuity. Good. <laughs> the, the, the audacity of the filmmakers to put, like, make a Jean-Claude Van Damme vehicle be a time travel movie. Like, you're going to fuck that up. <laughs> well, like, nine, t- nine times out of ten. I'm sure it was just like a bad movie idea, though. Like, if we put Jean-Claude Van Damme in this, we'll... Do you think so? He was box oh, office yeah. money, and it proved out because the movie was a financial... Yeah, but... Just like anything. Like, I can only imagine when you got the script for sixth day. It's like, if we put Schwarzenegger in this, it will make money. <laughs> so, okay. So, you think like, there's a stack of scripts they are like, hmm, you know who would be good they're, for this? They're just... <laughs> if we put this guy in here... Fuck yeah. We've got John claude Van Damme, and he's at, like, the peak of his popularity. Find me something to put him in. Universal yeah, Soldier, that's, that's... so they're like, hey, he's kind of a sci-fi action, like, actor, you know? Okay. Kind of like, you yeah, know. You gotta go with the big blockbuster stuff. Like The One, right? I'm sure The oh, One was, was a... that's what I was thinking of. I'm that sure The Lee. One was, like, a script just sitting there until it's like, gently, fuck it, right? Yeah. More Which... time travel? More times, well, dimension hopping actually. You can actually, yeah, you're killing yourself in different dimensions, which Mm. I guess is still different time possibilities. But oh, yeah, and we got to talk about the the looper connection because there's a moment when we see both old future Macomb and present Macomb, and Jean Claude Van Damme kicks present Macomb in the face, oh, scars his face, and then they like the camera cuts to future Macomb and like the scar just appears on his face which is kind of cool yeah, I'm glad he didn't react cool to time it, travel uh, you know like one of those staples of of time travel stuff whenever you're dealing with like that was like interacting a, with themselves from the past I'm yeah. surprised they didn't do it in that was like an argument we got into last week well, about how you're not you can't react to it because that should have been your memory all along like right. the memory should just implant itself as part of you you can't react to oh my god I got a new scar because it's like well what the fuck you've had yeah, that scar for fucking 20 scar. years or yeah, 10 that, years or whatever yeah. fuck. And that's where Looper kind of gets it wrong right yeah, they get it wrong yeah and this movie also owes a significant debt to the Terminator. Oh, Terminator Two specifically. All of its debt. Yeah, well, I mean, you've got time travel. That's yeah. you've got, Terminator. You've got the uh, hallway chase. Him Terminator. ducking under that uh, the dude. Yeah, the semi truck yeah. ducking under of, the semi truck. Yeah, it just kind of feels like it's <laughs> like. I mean, it's it's inventive in a way, and not Terminator, but I mean, it just yeah, because the bad guys at some point feel like they're Terminators. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, they got the big build. Oh, the, the hallway in the back of the mall? Yeah. 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 Like, that shit yeah. is. Yeah. It just kind of feels like, hey, you the saw time Terminator. I mean, thing, just the yeah. visual effect of the Metal Man, you know, yeah. 
thing. Because even like time cop, you think of that, you're like, awesome. Yeah, there's like they time travel like four times in the movie. It's like there's really not a lot of time traveling in it. Not I mean, really. no, the coolest thing it's was that part 18th, of the movie. going to the Civil War at the beginning because I think that was in the trailer too. When I saw that, I'm like, oh, this could be awesome. He pulls out the future guns and yeah. shoots them. I'm like. Maybe this is going to be better than I think it is. But no, you go back to time travel base. It looks like everything from the 1990s, concrete and whatever, you know, diagonal. Yeah, it just looks like aliens. Everything Cameron did in Aliens ends up looking like. I mean, I think that visually the movie looks, you know, decent, you know, from that period of time. I mean, that's the thing with, like, all the stuff that I've seen from Peter Hyams, uh, 2010 Outland. He did 2010? Yeah, uh, you know, and I think he did sudden death after this. But you know, it's like he is consistently a competent, decent, you know, visual yeah. filmmaker. I mean, for and the, the fact that he photographs all of his own movies and, too. And right. for the '90s, I gotta say it's a little less like abrasive when it comes to all the light. There's not a lot of overlit scene. I mean, he actually allows for a lot of shadows. And oh darkness. yeah, there were some I thought it was like you were in the dark '90s again because I've been watching the X Files. Well, I was saying it was like, like the '80s. Any light to me? I, I believe in the dark '80s. In the '90s, that's when everybody had to have a fucking. You know, the three light system. Like, I mean, it's just like, turn every light on so we can see the set. We can be like, blah, blah, blah. That's why I was actually surprised at this. Like, holy fuck, you know, I'm surprised. Yeah. Like, even the senator scene where there's just that one orange light that's supposed to be like the sunset, right? There's yeah. just that one orange light that's just on one side so that there's that really dark shadow. You know, I was like, oh, fuck, you know, they actually took some, like, nice, like... That's weird, because I remember, the, like, my memories of the 90s is that it, like, all got dark and gritty and really? Seven and, you know, all that stuff. Like, but, hardware. no, Seven was the good one. I mean, you oh, got yeah, yeah. to think more like True Lies. They're like, all oh, the lights on! Uh, Everybody turn the lights on! Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, that was the 90s movie, yeah. where there's just, like... Well, the big block. It could be guess, dark, right? but it can't be too dark. You know, like, you turn a light on, there's got to be the well, blue light that if, just fills up the... I mean, you look the, at, like... 2010 or Outland. I mean, Outland, I think, is a visually... Like, Outland rips off the visuals of Alien. Well, it rips off. It's It looks like it takes place in the same universe, almost. But it's got that kind of, like, you know, dark, almost underlit, you know, kind of... You know, there's a lot of blacks and stuff like that in the, you know, shadows. Uh, 2010 has that. I think this has it to an extent. So it's like, maybe that's just part of his style. He's a really, like, I would call him a realistic photographer. You know, he's a pretty realistic photographer. He doesn't go too stylized. Well, yeah, but his stylized, I think, is the absence of light, right? Or by making more shadows than the true light. I mean, but it's just, yeah, it's just, to me, it's, to me, it it tries to look more like a real eye, uh, you know, what what do I call that? Natural eye lighting? Well, Hmm. I don't even know if that's a right Natural eye lighting. What the fuck am I talking about? Yeah. <laughs> but natural, natural lighting. It just looks like natural lighting to yeah. me. It doesn't, it's not too fantastic. It's not too, like, you know. Well, it doesn't read as flat. You know, like flat, you know, where, like, the there's the blacks are really light and the colors are really muted. You know, this has, like, a cinematic kind of look. Yeah, because once you put in, like, I mean, well, I think Terminator 2 did affect the lighting of this movie where, you know, if you're in a factory and, and like, someone starts a fire, you know, it's like, oh, it just looks like that kind of, like, we're in a factory with, like, some, like, orange light, orange and blue light, you know? So, I mean, not that I didn't have that, but, yeah, I just did thought that the, uh, they allowed for a little dark, well, just because, probably because it was the early 90s, maybe something like that. Good or bad? Allowed for a little darkness. 
So, is that uh, the final word on uh, Time Cop? Did we talk about, did we want to even talk about the senator merging into himself following the exposition that you heard two times about how matter cannot occupy the same space? That was definitely like, you know, they took... They took the T2 technology and just did a shit job with it. Oh, my God. Like, they're like, well, we've got half of what James Cameron had to spend. So what can we yeah. do? Eh, close enough. Yeah, bad so, computer. I mean, it's generator. the big payoff. And Jean-Claude Van Damme says, don't you know two or matter cannot occupy the same space? And pushes one Macomb into the other. They meld together. Which is what time would do, right? Turn you into a monster. I think so. No, you yeah. turn into a goop blood, blood until you possible. just, like, you disappear. You basically yeah. just kind of evaporate, right? Well, you turn into painful. a goop. Painful in a computer-generated It was Yeah, it was very, like, you, you know. You turned inside out, yeah. like, like that fog used to do. That's Which, the laws of physics. This is yeah. kind of something you can discuss amongst <laughs> yourself, but if you're constantly shedding skin, are you the same matter? Dun, dun, uh, every minute you're like a different person yeah, however exactly. long it takes to regenerate all your skin cells that could be something true. one other thing about Time Cop <gasps> no how big of a deal this movie was there was a video game for the Super Nintendo system I don't even remember that 1995 really a series of tie-in novels published between 97 and 99 featuring the Jack Logan character from the television series that ran on there ABC. Was, what? No. It starred T.W. King as Jack Logan and Christy Conaway. How many episodes aired on television? I have to know because I don't recall this at all. Nine. Okay, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> on ABC. So this is like on legit TV. Okay. Wow. How many of those novels were published? It says all of them are published? It just says a series. But they're all featuring Jack Logan. They just Logan. Like weren't written and shawled? No, they were actually published, published for two years. Fucking crazy. There's a Time Cop 2. Time no, Cop uh, 2, The Berlin Decision, released in 2003, starring Jason Scott Lee and Thomas Ian Griffith. Oh, shit. And wow. in 2010, apparently, Universal said they were going to reboot the film. I did hear about a remake, even but, recently. Yeah. Yep, it's like even 100 recently. years ago now. So. Yeah, but I'm talking recently. I heard something in the past year or two. I've heard about more talk of the Time Cop remake. Well, yeah, the time is right. I it's think that title, dude. Well, dude, it's one of those, like, these are the type of movies I think they should remake. It's like, dude, there was nothing but holes in this movie. Fuck yeah. it. Take it. Do whatever you want with it. You know? Yeah. No yeah. one is like, no, Time Cop is a fucking, like, you know, it's a classic. <laughs> <laughs> no one's like protecting this for the remake. All right, so it's time for the mailbag. Igor, you're around. Oh God, there you don't sneak up on me like that. Masters, masters, the mail. I've got the mail. So many letters. Our followers are rising, rising. All right, get the hell out. Okay. Uh, so anyway, thanks, Igor. Uh, Dom Cree writes in about Time Cop. Two part question. Part one. Does having cop in the film title come with a guarantee of being awesome? He says, cases in point, kindergarten cop, maniac cop, robocop, time cop, and wolf cop. True or false? Uh, no. Well, no, so... Cop is the exception to the rule. Like, Dom, usually cop means it's bad. Dom, are you saying that, like, you... Well, I, I would say that those other movies are kind of awesome. Yeah, I know, right? That's awesome. Uh, well, Robocop is awesome. Well, you didn't like so Dom, uh, Kindergarten Cop? No. Uh, Wolf Cop? We haven't no, seen that I haven't yet. Seen Wolf Cop. Uh, Dom, are you saying that t- Time Cop is awesome in your opinion? I think so, yeah. I, think I, I, I don't think that it, it's like a 
you know, a definite like qualifier. But I mean, his list was kind of awesome. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a bad cop movie. Yeah, uh, cop. Uh, Maniac Cop is good. Bad he Lieutenant. Did, he mentioned Maniac a, Cop. Didn't he, he didn't mention Maniac. I like cop. Maniac. Cop. Yeah. And uh, the second part of his question is, what is your basically favorite Van Damme movie going around? Oh, Universal you Soldier. Universal Soldier. That's the John Claude Van Damme movie. Is it? <sighs> That's his only good movie. Come on. Oh, Jesus, I'd be like, stri- I, I mean, remember liking Nowhere to Run, believe it or not? What? Uh, I'm trying to think. <laughs> favorite Van Damme what? movie. Yeah. It's got to be Bloodsport. Come on. No. What? It's probably mine. I think mine's maybe Hard Target. Really? Only because I think it's. Uh, John it's my, Woo. It's a John it's, Woo movie that has Woo. Van Damme in it. It's a John Woo film. Yeah. I, man. Like, to me, Jean Claude Van Damme is a. He's like an idea. He's, he's a, like a popular culture icon, right? I can't think of like a specific film. It's like I guess Mickey it would... Mouse. There's no like certain cartoon you yeah, like. Yeah, he's he's like yeah, <laughs> he's character. he's just in the public consciousness. <laughs> basically, I, if I had to say, it would probably be Universal Soldier because the that's only reason I say that classic. I, I can that's the only movie where I can remember like more than one scene. From, from, <laughs> right? from but yeah, it would be. It like, was like the closest to a real sci-fi movie he ever did, like a real movie. Like holy shit, this like the ice. He had to cool down. Right? Yeah, man. Yeah. Tough longer and good. Yeah. Bag. Guy, off, man, yeah. you remember the bad? I don't know any bad guy from any he of his movies. The ears, right? Can the... you hear me, soldier? Well, also, <laughs> like Don, Don mentioned, like Kindergarten Cop. Did Van Damme ever do anything like that? Like a comedy? A like comedy? comedy? Yeah. Fuck, I know. Yeah, he did. I just saw one called Welcome to the Jungle. Welcome to the Jungle. There it is. Oh yeah. shit, that's really funny. Is it? It's really funny. On purpose? Yeah, it's a yeah. funny fucking movie about a uh, Kung uh, Fu Panda too. What? Right, was he in there? Yeah. Dude, he's, he's in a voice. fuck. I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh, he's in a fuckload of movies. He got, I mean, I can't even go back. Because well, I think his wife took all most of his money. So, uh, yeah, he was like, I'll do whatever you want. Until Death, The Shepherd, JCVD, Universal Soldier Regeneration. That was bad. Assassination Games, Dragon Eyes, Expendables 2, Universal Soldier, Day of Reckoning. Yeah, right. Uh, Three generations of Alien Uprising, Welcome to the Jungle, Enemies Closer is the one by Peter Hyams that he did oh, with sir. the director Enemies of this, closer. I think. Really? Uh, Swelter, full of, I mean, yeah, it's still going. I mean, he's got, right now, you can go on, like, YouTube and find yes. yep. this green screen footage Jeez. of Jean-Claude Van Damme, <laughs> so you can incorporate him into your own I wonder how extensive that is. That's one of the coolest That's things. That's gotta be oh, we really good. No, there's a lot of, I mean, there's and there's guys who've already made, like, little yeah. movies out of it. I think, it like, seems... within 24 hours, they'd turn I'm it I'm sure. I'm like, sure. When did he do the truck? Thing, the splits on the two semis. Oh, that commercial. Yeah, that was just oh. last year. Was yeah. that? That was last year. I yeah. think so. And well, Jane a year two. Tatum uh, yeah. parodied it while he was filming really? Twenty Two Jump Street. Oh, that's hilarious, dude! You got to see that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> dude, that commercial cracked me up when I seen him. Even when he was just in the kitchen with the bongos, like <laughs> bong, just playing the music of that lady. I was just like, holy fuck, man! John Claude Van Damme was hilarious in this commercial. Yeah, like what a good idea. Yeah. Well, like, hey, man, you can do the splits. Oh, he's like... hilarious in the green screen stuff, too. Yeah. yeah. It's really good. Welcome to the Jungle is fucking hilarious because he's like a uh, survivalist, like, whatever. And he yeah. he has, like, a... But he's, like, almost too cool for school. Like, he just goes around... Well, I mean, he's not the main character whatsoever, so... But he goes around to these businesses that are trying to do their little, like, uh, team-building... Uh, whatever and uh they get trapped on the island but like just his like little uh 
like a projection uh, reel of uh, what they'll learn. Like he's like, you'll learn teamwork, and it shows him like with the knife, like like doing like doing the flexing his muscle. It's so fucking hilarious. But yeah, it's it's pretty good. Welcome to the jungle. There we got one other comment from Stephanie Pack. She just says this is a guilty pleasure movie of mine. I have a comic for it somewhere, Travis. Holy shit, she's got one. She might have the movie adaptation. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Maybe they did that. All right, so wrap ups on Time Cop, starting with Travis. Travis. Uh, I hate this movie. Uh, Yeah, I just, it's just like, holy fuck, they made a movie. I get it. We made a movie. This is why, like, yeah, this is like how I think. In a weird way, like, okay, uh, like last week on the Saturday Night Freak Show, we were talking about what happens when you make a movie when you have high concept, no money, and, like, you just edit to, like, whatever works, right? Where I think this is the opposite, where it's like, well, you got high concept, you got, like, I mean, everything's, like, firing off on all levels, but they just got nothing. They've got John claude Van Damme in a movie. That's all they have. Other than that, they're like, fuck it, make the script the same as every other script of the past fucking 20 years, right? Like, give him a wife to love. Uh, he's sad about her death. Uh, give him a partner that betrays him. Uh, uh, let him, like... It's just like, fuck, man. Like, nothing really... Like, you really don't feel... You feel more the, I can go back and change my wife's death than you feel the, I need to stop this dude from... Uh, using time travel to become president, you know, because <laughs> as far as we know, this guy would be an awesome president. We don't know. <laughs> like, Jean-Claude Van Damme could be the bad guy in this movie. <laughs> we don't know that. <laughs> He's a killer. I know, right? He's a killer. But, you know, it's all perspective. So, uh, yeah, it's like, fuck, I almost don't have a lot to say about it just because it's like, it's such a bland movie. It's just so fucking, like, by the numbers, like, you want to write a script that has, like, no, like, it will never have any importance to any, unless you, like, really like people kicking people, or if you think, I mean, I, I do think the splits on the counter in the kitchen is the only thing anybody ever remembers about this movie. It's like, oh, my God, I did the yeah. splits on the fucking counter kitchen. <laughs> and the semi. And the semi, just because I remember that from the trailer, or maybe that's from the TBS promos, like, Time Cop tonight on TV, the Superstation, you know, (laughs) fucking, like, ducking under the semi, like, whoa, you know, it's not so green screeny anymore, you know, it's still green screen, just not so, like, apparent, you know, the discoloration of the the character against the uh, backdrop isn't so fucking, uh, uh, I think, uh... Who is the bad guy? Uh, Ron Silver. Ron Silver. He's the best thing in this movie. I mean, he does a good job performing in this movie. I really do think that. Like, he he did a really good job. I mean, no, everybody else was fucking just whatever. They said the lines. He was the only guy I felt was, like, acting in this movie. He really made a separation between uh, the young senator and, and who he was now. And I think they could have done a lot more to show the plot of how he could have bought into this technology and how he... He, uh, the presidency would have been easier for him to gain if he had had the money from the tech of the cold where I fucking was called. It's just like this. I see what this movie was trying to do. It was just, it didn't even try it. Like, it's like it tried to imply the idea that everything was connecting in a big, cool circle, but it fucking just wasn't happening, you know? So I appreciate it. I can almost see the movie for, like, what it could have been and what it might have, what they thought they were doing or or something like that. And I still think that 
the time traveling was them stepping through a gateway. They must have had a test screening. People are like, everyone's confused. So it's like, okay, they have to get into a machine and go towards a wall or something like that. Because it's like, yeah, how could you be that fucking dumb? I just don't believe any filmmaker would be that dumb to be like, they get in a machine and then they step through. And then they step through and they're back in the machine. So I really think they were supposed to just walk through it like a, like a Stargate. Which came out the same year, didn't it? Did it? Was that 94? Uh, I don't know. It might have been a year after. Could be 95, 96. 95, I think. I don't know. Anyway. Right around there. It's got to be right around there. So I really think that was like a test screening that people are confused. They don't understand the walking through a time gate. Well, give them a machine, just like in Back to the Future, something they understand. You know, a physical, which does make sense. You know, that's the whole reason they do something physical for time travels. That way it's just, you know, movies are, are uh, you gotta have a time visual. Machine. Yeah, it's a visual time medium. Machine. You can't just like walk through a little Where bubble. Where does it go? <laughs> yeah, at least at I least have a theory uh, about this. Okay, at least wait. sliders had a remote control that right. you. Uh, Here's what I was thinking, but it's all blown up by the fact that the thing comes back facing the other way. But uh, I'm like, all right, uh, so time travel. In here's what it is: you're in the vehicle that accelerates past the time space thing. Time for you stops. You get taken back to the past, and you live. You can be there for as long as you want. Then you come back at the exact moment that you left, and you're back in the device again. So you think your body's just sitting in there? Do you well, think yeah, people you're are jumping over like? Yeah, a but do you know nanosecond? No, I'm saying your body, your physical body, though, is sitting there. Well, it'll be. It's well, you're there again when you get back. Because you're talking about, but you're talking about your consciousness reliving no, through no, no. your. You, the time stops. Pause. Then you kind of go out into this like separate timeline which is the past and you can hang out there well, why doesn't the pod want. go the pod's doing the traveling not just you i think it's just accelerating you past that threshold of that's all fine it, yeah, oh, don't tell me there. not to think about it, <laughs> it that's all well and good but the fact that it does turn around because otherwise right, yeah, you yeah. would everybody would splat it would be like you can live yeah, in the you come back and splat i suppose right okay so i'm, taking that, I'm taking that back anyway so yeah i mean i'm sure I mean, it's the fucking year 2015. If you haven't seen this movie, you're not going to. And if you haven't, I fucking wouldn't bother. It's Jean-Claude Van Damme. Who is he? Goddamn bum. (laughs) Fucking washed up. Goddamn cokehead beats his wife. I don't know. (laughs) He's a star of Enemies Closer, for Christ's sakes. I mean, and Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah. Yeah. He had his day. Yeah. But this movie was definitely the fall. This was his fall. This was it. This was the end. It really was. He reached his peak, and Time Cop was the beginning of the fucking end. Well, not really. I mean, like, maybe critically, but not. It was a success, obviously. It spawned It's, a, it's video his largest game, number, TV 100 show. million, something like that, 100 yeah. million bucks, whatever fuck. Yeah. But, you know, but then after everybody saw this, they knew not to see the next one. <laughs> that was based on the success of his last uh, one. The next one was Street Fighter. Holy there you shit. go. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, At least yeah, the same nail year. The nail on the coffin. Followed was, by Sudden Death, oh. The Quest, Maximum Risk, Double Team, Knock Off, Legionnaire, Universal Soldier, The Return, etc. And the video obscurity. So, yeah. So, there's my whatever. Not right. recommendation. Well, see, this is I got to, like, change the, the my, 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 you know, because I always go into these things like, can you recommend this movie? There's no way in hell you can recommend this movie. It's like, you got to see this because it's awesome. Did I have a good time watching it? I think, you know, I did because I, you know, this time travel stuff like goes a long way with me. It's like, oh, there's time travel. I think this is yes. done badly, but, you know, I mean, it was fun. 
it's not just not very successful like as a whole there's a concept there and even that's maybe not all that well <laughs> thought out or executed this is really ripe for a remake like somebody should go in and maybe they did it was called looper or yeah. something you know i mean like they already went and, and did this um i did uh i'm trying to figure out what i actually liked about it one of the things i yeah i know it's like the things i don't like about it is like the the, the fact that it didn't make any kind of sense at all uh that, that some of the stunt work is like you know comparative to now is like Oh, that's your big stunt for the movie. There's some that, like, you know, them, uh, whatever, what you say that they were doing? They were uh, Dick Van Dyking off the roof of the, the, you know, there's some of that stuff. Like, he's uh, falling off a, like, uh, uh, not ladders, but. He's falling off a catwalks and grabbing on other catwalks. You're like, ooh, look at that. It's not really shot in a way that, like, modern action movies would do, but it's like, at least impressive to say that like, there's a guy actually falling off of a catwalk and yeah. grabbing onto the next one with uh, out without the help of you know computer generated you know stunt doubles at this point. But the action all does feel, and I think this is you know it's like I saw this movie in 1994, and like I don't remember anything about it except for maybe the splits. I remember uh, that I, it started in the uh, Confederate you know. Uh, Civil War at the time, and I remember that being cool, and I remember at the time thinking this was going to be a better movie than they gave me. <clears throat> Did we mention that Sam Raimi, like, produced this? No, but, didn't at all. <laughs> It was like Sam Raimi and Robert Tapper. But I remember uh, very little about it, So, and I remember that there was a scene in the mall that I thought, you know, when it actually came on, and we're seeing Mia Sarah in there, I'm like, I think they come back to this later. Like, there's something going... i got to pay attention. So there's something going on in the background. Then you come back to it, and it wasn't really a big deal at all. <laughs> so, I, I mean, that's all I remembered about it. And now watching it, I'm like, I think the reason for that is that everything's very, like, underwhelming in a way. Like, the action's underwhelming. It's not like, you know, big set pieces. It's all kind of relatively confined to these small areas and, and hallways and the, the sets that they've got. Um... And it just doesn't seem to be like, you know, it's not on the level of like, you know, whatever Schwarzenegger or Stallone were doing that year, you know? Uh, so that was my uh, my impression from, from uh, you know, why I guess it didn't stick with me. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I think it's also, it's got like a confusing uh, central plot line that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And that's why it's hard to, you know, try to even remember what the fuck it was about. Like he's later, not like, goal oriented. He wants his family back. He doesn't. Have, even though he's supposed to be a time cop, but they should have made that a more primary focus. The fact that yeah. they didn't—it's all about assassinating this presidential, you know. Uh, See, I, I think it's the opposite. You don't feel the presidential threat because all he wants to do is save his wife. Right. Yeah. So it's like so. Wait a second. Like, it's like, out of balance or something. It just—it doesn't yeah. stick in your head. No. Uh, you know, so I guess I am like slamming it. I said I had fun <laughs> watching it, but now I'm just saying all the shit that's like wrong with it. Because we were fun? making fun of it? It's yeah, fun. we were making it's, fun of the whole movie. Yeah, but that's yeah. the thing. We the truly were laughing. Watching at this movie. it was fun to watch, so, you know, I mean, I will say that I enjoyed watching it. Real quick before I forget, I want to point out that uh, 
They blew up that goddamn house twice, and at the end of the film, there was a future where that house was intact, <laughs> right? Like with some paint on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like they they didn't rebuild the fucking house; they just <laughs> slapped up some paint. But the future we left, you know, that was, was that. Yeah. Did we actually see like the boards all blown off it, or just oh, you fire saw out the window? It was remember it was Joel Silver style. Right, yeah. It was like that yeah. thing. That thing blew up. That was yeah. an explosion twice. I know. I know it's the same house, same explosion. But uh, yeah, I think that um, I don't think that this movie has a lot going for it. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I, I think that it it. Uh, it, it's probably one of the better predictions of the future. I know it's only ten years in the future, but they got the cars right. Well, I, I cars cars aside, <laughs> well, no, I mean, I like, like you you do see you see these you know futuristic looking cars that are way off, but you see them in Washington D.C. and it's Washington D.C. Like they didn't really change anything. Like they may add a, a few lights here and there or whatever you know. But and within ten years. You know, that's not a lot of time for the future. Based on the, you know, like their whole headquarters, at first I thought it was going to be this, like, within 10 years they had this super duper, you yeah. know. They'd have a monorail or something like that in Washington? Yes. The yeah. Minority Report, Report Washington. Yes, and that's actually, I wanted to bring that up. Like, I think that minor, Minority Report, like... Are there parallels between the two films? Yeah, they Tom Cruise and John Claude Van Damme go home to watch images of their dead uh, relatives. Right, and they're both dealing with law enforcement in a in a way where they either they're stop they're well Tom Cruise is predicting crimes, right, and which John is kind Claude, of time travel, yeah, because of psychic, yeah, yeah, and Van Damme's just traveling through time to stop the criminals. Anyhow. Um, <laughs> That aside, I think that, yeah, uh, what else? I, I thought I had another good point. I wanted to say the positives first. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of, you know, it's fun yeah, to watch. Mia Sarah's boobs. Me, yes, thank you. Mia Sarah's boobs. Yeah, I don't even know if Ferris ever even got to see those, but. Come on, he's Ferris. Van Damme of did. Of, yeah. Fucking <laughs> Ferris, man. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think that this this movie it's it's a lot of it's it's an ambitious film for the talent that's behind making the film, the talent of the filmmakers and the writer even like the the idea. I think both of you kind of said it, but I mean, I think that the idea is bigger than what they're able to pull off. Uh, when you're dealing with time travel, you're dealing with like you have to subscribe to a specific set of rules. And I think if you break those rules, then you lose your fan base, like or your viewers, really early on in the film. And I, I think that as soon as it just won't make sense. The, yeah, the fact that they didn't explain how that the time travel train thing, <laughs> you know, it, it it works to get you to the past, but when you want to come back, you don't need it like that. Like, but you appear it, but you'll come anyway. back into. It. <laughs> The fact that oh, they Jesus. stopped explaining that shit like that early on in the film, <laughs> you lose credibility for the film you're watching, and it does become kind of a joke. And it's it's fun if you look at it in that regard. But I also think that, uh, and I'm biased because I'm Mister Back to the Future. But the whole like time travel uh, theme or genre has to live up to a higher responsibility. 
I guess, than, you know, because it's not just an action film. It's not just a Jean-Claude Van Damme vehicle, even though it does turn out to be. It's it's It should also work as a time travel movie to be successful. And, uh, like, there's points there. There's, you know, they have their tent poles, but they, there's, yeah. they, they just waste it. I mean, this movie has so much potential, and you never get to see it. And it's too bad, because I think that we talked about a film that we wanted to see tonight, <laughs> and we didn't see. You know, I mean, like, Travis's movie is a better movie than this. Colin's movie you know, is a better movie than this. Just based on, it opens up your imagination to time travel, but it's just, it's like, well, eh. It's close enough, you know. But it's got Van Damme. Let's put it out there. Um, so for that, it's tough. I I don't think I can recommend it being, and it's my pick. You're out. Three strikes. And you're out. <laughs> Just the fact that you know because it is about time travel and it's it's it fails on all time travel. Uh, you know, it doesn't really check off that list that. That as a fan of time travel movies, I would expect it to, and it doesn't do it. So I would say pass on it. I mean, if you catch it on TBS or TNT or something, you know, take a look. But for the most part, don't don't go out of your way to find it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's Time Cop on the Saturday Night Freak Show. And next week, it's my pick. So we're going to be watching a movie called Star Chaser, The Legend of Orin in 3D. It's an American cartoon, 2D animation in 3D. Boom, I'm blowing your mind. That's next week. And until then, you can catch all of our past episodes on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, and more. Just Google us, whatever, or visit us on Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show. And until then, the basement's going dark.